Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain, and this is Pillow Talk 2, the Squeakwall. <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> uh, we're really excited to do this again for you. It is our second official super secret, top secret, only exclusive VIP members only episode. Which means, hold on, let me just get this red rope and clink, click at the side and yeah, you you come in. You? Yeah, Fuck off. You, yeah, this, these guys, you. they're cool. Not you, not yet. Clink, yeah. you're in. Welcome. Give me a hug. Come here. Ah, oh, wow. You smell great. Wait, hold on. You, we do need to see your vaccine passport, though, before you're in here. I've got some things prepared for you. Oh, no. There's no telling when it's going to happen, but I, I'm going to do some things today. And because we, we still are kind of in the process of figuring out what pillow talk is, what it looks like. And Which is funny because it doesn't have physical form, so it's very hard to see what it looks like. Yeah, at least not yet. We don't know what's going to happen with this bad boy. Damn. We could conjure something into reality accidentally. I can only assume it's like a gibbering pillow, a gibbering flesh pillow. I don't like the word gibbering. Well, one bit. Then be careful. It's spooky season. It is spooky season. It's my favorite season because it's it, like I can actually sleep. And oh, my yeah. apartment isn't inundated by the monstrous sounds of my standing AC unit. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few times in the year that I can actually sleep, too. Let's get to questions, though. They don't want to hear about sleeping. It's pillow talk. We're, we're all drowsy. We're all lying there staring at each other's eyes. But you know what we really want to know? We want to know why my friends with benefits does not have feelings for me. So why was he so mad when I slept with someone else? This is by Throwaway 7 I use this account always. Please don't remove. I, female, have a friends with benefits, male, both 21. I slept with someone else as we are long distance. He got really mad and refused to talk to me for a while. I've asked for advice and looked at similar stories, and they all say it's because he has feelings for me. I know he doesn't. Edit. He knows I used a condom with this person. He has outright told me he never felt a spark or connection. He doesn't like parts of my personality. I'm self-admittedly negative and lazy, and does not find me attractive. <laughs> Wait, wait, what? I'm <laughs> so bewildered by this question. This guy super it like sounds like he's not into you or lying, which is most likely the case. But like why would you why would you actively enter into a specifically physical relationship, almost exclusively physical relationship with someone you're not attracted to? Yeah, spoiler warning, you wouldn't. Yeah. But why would you one, why would you ever say that to someone? And two, why would you believe it? And three, why would you stay with this person? I mean, look, I, I'm not going to believe that there aren't people out there who use people specifically for sex, regardless of their attraction or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there are some dirtbags out there who are just like, I gotta fuck and, you know, misuse people in that regard. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't sound like that. This sounds like this guy is trying to convince himself as much as he is trying to convince you that there are no, you know, feelings. Mm-hmm. Or it just like to me, it sounds like he's a very manipulative. Words, words are hard. A manipulative person because not only is he belittling you, probably to make you stay with him. You know what I mean? Like if you're so unattractive mm-hmm. and you're so terrible, you need him because he's the one who I guess will put up with you regardless. You know, if you sleep with someone and he's angry but doesn't like you. That's because it's about control. Like he wants you. These are all things where he wants you to be his and his alone. 
um, which is super toxic and shitty. Especially if like he's he doesn't want you to be his in a you know conventional manner, such as dating you. Yeah, I mean everything about this seems suspicious as all hell. Um, I mean a friends with benefit situation. This is it all comes down to like what we've talked about a bunch of times. It's like I do want to remind you that the first word is friends, mm-hmm. right? Like you should enjoy the person you're having sex with regardless of whether or not you want to have strong emotional connections with them or fall in love with them or date them you don't need to do any of those things but you should at the bare minimum be able to treat this person like a friend and that is and people get weird about this all the time of being like oh they hold they held my hand or oh he asked me about my day or does this mean he's catching it's like no friends with benefits it that should allow you some degree of familiarity mm-hmm. and some degree of like being able to treat that. Yeah. Being able to treat that person like a human being. I don't know when we decided that friends with benefits means, you know, we are only allowed to use the very small section of our body that, you know, we use for sex and, and we're not allowed to do anything else or acknowledge any other facet of our personality or relationship other than sex. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking weird. It's awful. It's the worst. Like, I I don't know where that idea came from, and I hate it every time there's any kind of – because it's one of those things you have to navigate on tiptoes because some people are so freaked out by any kind of kindness or closeness in sex that like – or like if you have a friends with benefits thing, that's like you do something and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And you're like, it's cool. Don't worry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think a lot of it stems from sort of the initial – idea of hookup culture before it really became kind of a slightly more socially acceptable thing of people being like i do want to have like i'm going to agree to this casual sex thing but secretly i have feelings for you Mm -hmm. or people you know what i mean and and it was never like people were very dishonest about their intentions when entering into a casual sexual relationship where that wasn't what they wanted, but it was as close to what they could or what they wanted as they could get. So mm-hmm. they, you know, what I mean like happily, anyway. quote unquote, settled for it, which is super dishonest and super shitty to both of you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so let's one, let's get away with this whole like cannot be close if you're friends with benefits thing. Throw it out the window. Why is this guy getting angry, Dane? I, I think it's it's two things, and I think we both talked. One, jealousy. You know what I mean? He does have these feelings for you and he's actively, desperately trying to convince himself and you that he doesn't. Or two, as you mentioned, it is a manipulation control thing where he is trying to belittle you and gaslight you into thinking you're not worthy of other affection from anyone else. And now that he sees that you are getting affection from someone else, he feels like his power dynamic has been threatened. 100%. So... Like they, it's as simple as that. It's it's either one of those or both. But like, regardless, if you're in a friends with benefits situation and you're allowed to sleep with other people, then you're not allowed to get angry with your partner for sleeping with other people. And like, look, are we really going to believe that this guy isn't either trying to have sex with or already having sex with other people? Well, yeah. Like, again, you don't tell someone you don't like them and don't find them attractive and then don't go fuck other people. You know? Yeah. Um, so this guy's a hypocrite and an asshole, and like, honestly, my advice here, not the actual question, but fuck this person, and by that I mean stop fucking this person, find someone who's gonna treat you better. 
Yeah. I, here's what I would literally do is lay it down and be like, hey, we need to decide our parameters. I would, if we're going to be a long distance fuck buddy situation, I want to maintain my independence and be, you know, have the right to sleep with other people. If that doesn't fit what you're looking for, so long. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Have a great day. Otherwise, you don't get to fucking be weird when we do exactly what we've agreed to do. Yeah. And just tell them that, like, because, you know, what we're saying is, like, we shouldn't take X, Y, and Z out of fuck buddy situations. But you know what we should take out of fuck buddy situations? Bullshit like this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this isn't a relationship. You don't have time for someone throwing a little shit fit. You know what I mean? Like, no one has time for that. So tell them, be like, cool. Like, I don't have time for this. This is not part of it. Like, if you want to be like this, it's done. Because it's not worth it. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're fuck buddies. You're not seeing each other all that often. So it's like for them to have a little like grumpy tantrum that you are picking up on. It must have gone on in quite for quite a while in quite a way. You don't need that. Reestablish your parameters and like don't put up with this shit. You know what I mean? Don't let them exert this weird manipulation on you. Like if you're doing what's within the parameters of your agreement, they can't be pissy at you. All right. Hit me. This comes from Hungry Caregiver 371. Can you train your jaw not to hurt while eating pussy? If so, how? Every time I eat at my wife, after like five minutes, I feel like my jaw is going to split open. It's annoying because her pussy tastes so fucking good and I want to go for hours. Well, there's a number of things. Practice, firstly. The more mm-hmm. you do it, the better you're going to be in terms of, you know, just general, you know, jaw strength. Uh, secondly, speed. You don't need to just go ham. Yeah, start doing speed. Yeah, do speed. You won't even feel it. Um, watch the movie Speed. You'll be so distracted by Tom Cruise's bus antics that that's you know, not Tom Cruise. Is not? It's Keanu Reeves. What? God, I gotta watch these. <laughs> I'm um, almost positive it's Keanu Reeves. And hey, let me tell you right now, it's really, really, really important that we get the distinction between Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise. This is a later thing. But uh, you know what? You know what fucked me up? The second movie is Cruise Control. I thought it was Tom Cruise Control. <laughs> The second speed after the lead actor. Obviously, it was the 90s. They did mad shit. (laughs) Man, I gotta watch speed. The only thing I remember about speed is the very beginning where, like, the bad guy fucking murders a dude with a screwdriver on the ear. In speed? Yeah. He's, they're like rigging an elevator because, like, his, the, the killer's whole thing is like, he's kind of like Saw, right? He would, like, Mm -hmm. be like, oh, I've done something speed you know spooky to this <laughs> elevator um and like he rigs this elevator to fall or snap or something and he like kills the repair guy and he jams a screwdriver in his ear wait like is speed three where he's just in an elevator and if the elevator no, goes any it's... faster <laughs> if it goes faster than three floors per second um i i do like how it's like people also ask and one is speed a bad movie and if you click on it it says no it's a good movie <laughs> <laughs> thanks google it's a well-made fantastic movie with a great scale of action and crime hell yeah uh all right back to the question speed uh while you're watching tom cruise control there's no way you'll feel the pain in your no um go slow because you can ramp it up and i i do feel like that's often the best way it's like i feel like as a younger man i used to always think i had to like go into every lick out with like you know my power tongue revin and it's like the, that the fury of a thousand suns. Exactly. Fury of a thousand tongues. Um, and that's not the way to do it. I don't think it's like everything. When you go to like finger someone, you're not just like, Argh! 
You know, you don't just fucking kick it into 11th gear. So go slow. Do a little tease. Like, it's all about foreplay. It's all about, like, building it up. And it's like, then engage those tongue thrusters. Thrusters? Man. Ma, I'm having a hard time today. Um, when it's getting towards the end of things. You know what I mean? When when you can maintain it for the length of time that you're going to need to. Third option. Shake it up. Use your tongue, but then kiss. Like, sub in your fingers, right? Sub in your hands. Do a bit of both. Do one or the other. Like, you can do all these things to kind of, like, let your tongue rest, let your jaw rest. Those are my three. Yeah, those are all very, very good suggestions. Here's where I'm coming from. I've never had this problem. And I think it is specifically to quote uh, Nicolas Cage in another 90s action movie, I believe. I could eat a peach for hours. And I think it's specifically because I went to school for acting and I had a class specifically for strengthening my tongue and jaw. So what I would say is look up some vocal exercises, look up some jaw exercises, look up some articulation exercises, things like that are going to our our jaw and our tongue are very, very powerful muscles. And the only way to strengthen a muscle is to work them out. So start looking up, get on YouTube and look up like articulation exercises, tongue strengthening exercises. All these things are super, super important for voiceover artists, singers, uh, people who do like audiobooks and like all that shit. Like there are, there's, I've recently had to start doing vocal warmups and breathing exercises to help some vocal strain I've been dealing with. And there is an infinite resource on the internet in which you can like access and start strengthening your jaw and strengthening your tongue. And let me tell you, it's there's no downside to it. One, you're going to have a very powerful mouth to do the sexy things with, and you'll have better articulation. What's what's the downside here? Well, if you get too muscly and you close over your own mouth with muscle, you can't breathe. <laughs> you just can't breathe. You get like a pimple mm-hmm. jaw. Yeah. And I mean the dog, not Mr. Worldwide. I was 100% thinking Mr. Worldwide, though. Hey, if I had a jawline like that, man, I actually don't know if he has a jawline. I think he's got more of a round face, does he not? He does. I think it's good to be just he looks rounder because he's he is. I don't know. Maybe. I I can't remember his face. Can't remember anything today. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll I'll Google. Does Pitbull have a good jawline? Because I think it's like worlds. Worlds are round. And you think of him, you think of Mr. Worldwide. And then you think of his head as a globe. And then his head is round. I do think of Pitbull's head as a globe. Right? 100%. (laughs) No, yeah, I, I agree. Like, do that. I've never done that. Um, so I can't speak to its, you know, veracity. But like, one, doesn't sound like it can harm. And then two, sprinkle in what I said, and you'll be good. Yeah. Also, another thing that I think a lot of people are afraid to do is don't be afraid to get your mouth right up on that. A lot of people, I think, whenever I hear people talk about like, oh, my jaw hurts. I'm like, are you like... Mm, are you trying to like do it from are you doing it with just your tongue because they do your tongue a lot more you're like you just get right up on it like flatten that tongue there's also the old like make your tongue soft like you're licking an ice cream cone and not rigid like i don't know but a lot of people suffer from the rigid tongue problem and it's like that doesn't feel as good either whereas like you make it soft like you're licking an ice cream cone you're not tensing it the whole time and like you know move your head too don't just use your tongue like that's another thing you have a neck it doesn't have to be all like if you need a, a back and forth motion. I know there are plenty of women I know that once once you find that rhythm, it needs a pretty sustained effort in order to, you know, finish the job. And if you're relying 100 percent on just your tongue going back and forth. Yeah, you're going to fucking burn out. You don't mm-hmm. have to fucking motorboat her, you know, labia or anything like that. But 
subtle back and forth movement with your neck is all you really need to give yourself a little extra juice without emptying your tank. And you want a juicy tongue. You want a juicy tongue. You want juicy everything. Everything needs mm-hmm. to be juicy during sex. You can also always just like get her to go on top and sit in your face and like mm-hmm. grind on your tongue when you stick it out. You know what I mean? Like there are, there are workarounds. You got this. But yeah, don't be afraid to like literally put your whole mouth on her vagina. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. You're going to get messy anyway. Yeah. And if I, you I, and if you love the way she tastes, which, you know, as long as she's keeping it clean, most women smell and taste delicious. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to just get your fucking face and nose in there and go to town. Yeah. Don't don't mm-hmm. try to be like and this is coming from a guy who's always had a fairly substantial beard. It it gets messy for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. That's not even fine. It's great. Yeah. And on top of that, it's like you know, you can maximize what you're getting out of it. Like, peel back that clitoral hood. Unveil the clit. Like, it's the most sensitive part. You're not going to need that much. That's another no. thing. Is like, you, you're you going to have to power if you're not using your hands. You're just, like, going to town on, like, the whole vagina. Or, like, you're trying to, like, get through the hood and, like, really, you know, do all this shit. But it's like, if you peel it back and you're, like, literally, like, pinpoint targeting the most sensitive parts, you won't need to go to fucking town. You know what I mean? Not necessarily. So, you know, give yourself a fighting chance. Put everything we've said in, in a little box and then download it into your Tom Cruise control. <laughs> so, so we're calling tongues now? Yes. Your sexual Tongue, libido? Tom Cruise control. Tom Cruise control. Uh-oh, friends. Oh. There was... There was a troubling accident in which the second half of this episode just doesn't exist. At least on my end, Niles' recording worked fine. But for some reason, (laughs) my my recording only captured up to uh, what you just heard and then nothing. So so you're just going to be listening to to me speaking to dead air for the next 30 minutes. It's a podcast version of the Garfield without Garfield comic strip in which Niall descends further into insanity by <laughs> just talking to himself. Let me tell you, the ending is going to be very strange. Yeah, I'm just saying Jason Statham nine times in a row. <laughs> uh, so I guess we're going to redo redo some of it and, and put entirely new things. And uh, some of that recording will just be, you know, it'll be between us and Jesus. Yep, us and the Lord. So that we was... do have... That was our ultra level <laughs> where you just get to be Jesus and hear yes. half the recording. Jesus, take our Patreon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, ready for next question, Dane? Yes. This is by Jim33401578. Girl expects me to pay for every meal after first few dates. So I've been seeing this girl for around two months, and we've gone on about 10 plus dates at this point. It's come to a point where I've been paying for every date, drinks and dinners for the most part, and got frustrated about it. So I brought up to her and she says she expects guys to pay for dinner for guys to pay for every dinner and date. And that doesn't feel chivalrous or romantic to split a dinner. I said, I personally think it's ridiculous. And she said, every guy she's dated has done this. Apparently it's a norm for many guys. To me, it's a massive red flag. She says that unless we're in a serious relationship, I'm expected to pay for nearly everything. She did say she likes to get her guys in the past random treats, but I've never experienced that. I was raised where I should be a gentleman to pay for the first few dates, and I know some girls expect that. But I think that past that, we should be splitting at least some of the expenses. Am I in the wrong here? No, you're not in the wrong. Not even slightly. It's ridiculous to think that you should be spending 
until you're in a committed non-monogamous or a committed monogamous relationship, whatever it may be for a serious relationship for these people, at least uh, that you should be spending like thousands of dollars. You know what I mean? Like it, 10 dates it would be about a thousand bucks. If we're, if we're assuming that it's a hundred dollars a dinner, which isn't an unreasonable assumption. That's pretty standard. Again, and unless like, you live somewhere magical. Yeah. It's that's a lot of money to put in and get nothing in return from. And that's not to say that, like, I think, you know, we, we live in a society where we're trying to step away from the idea of being like, well, I paid for dinner. So you owe me sex now, but this seems to be sort of like the world that she wants to live in. Yeah. Also just like, it's just such a shitty attitude. It's like, she doesn't give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, props for bringing it up. We're all about communication here. We're all about like, you know, doing what's best for you. So you're, you're scoring points there. And she's scoring minus points by being like, yeah, it's not chivalrous or romantic to split a dinner. Guess what's not fucking chivalrous or romantic? Forcing your partner to pay for everything because you're, I don't know, an asshole. Nothing says romance like financially burdening your partner with mm-hmm. the responsibility of paying for everything. Yeah, it, it's completely wild. And like, it's such a shitty, toxic, like thing to think is okay to say. It's, this is a hard question too. The whole like, who should pay on a date is is tough. And I think I've mentioned it before. I'm pretty sure where I think that like if I invite you out and it's usually me being the instigator to ask someone out, if I invite you out for drinks, then I should pay for the first date. It was my invitation. That's fine. Now, we've also discussed times where like I've been with women who have been very much like, no, it makes me very uncomfortable to do this. I would like to pay split. I'll usually insist once, be like, no, please, it's my treat. Don't worry about it. This means nothing. You know, thanks for coming out. I had a great time. If, again, they state that they're uncomfortable, I will split with them. Because it's, and I understand why a lot of women do insist on the split, because they know at that point there's no money, you know, dollar sign hanging over their head. Mm -hmm. You don't have to feel burdened by that. But also, I think some people are just chill and get it, you know what I mean? And I appreciate that, because, like, it fucking, like, this situation sucks. This poor dude, like, that's a lot of money. And again, it's like to just so callously be like, no, fuck you. Yeah. And I'd also like to know, like, what treats are. What is treats? Yeah. Also, mean? that's such a demeaning, like, term. It's like you pay everything. You might get a little treat like a dog. It's like, yeah. okay, super. It kind of sounds like Alexis from uh, fucking Shit's Creek. Oh, you might get a treat. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty garbage. Now, I think... Something we might point out is that if you're going for drinks and dinners, maybe do a different type of date. Maybe do something that's less expensive. You know, maybe do a fucking walk. Maybe fucking have her over and watch a movie. You know, like there are other things you can do, especially if you've been out 10 plus times. You don't need to keep doing this. And the funny thing about this person is I'll bet if you suggest something that isn't, you know, got a monetary sign attached to it, they're probably going to bail. I'm going to guess this person is in this mostly just for the fact that you're taking care of, you know, the money aspect of shit. I imagine once it gets anywhere else, she's going to be a lot more reluctant. I would also like to know if there's a flip side to this in the sense of like, maybe they do have at home dates and she cooks, you know, these extravagant meals for, or is like, or are you in charge of planning the date, paying for the date, taking her out? Like, is there any, is there any semblance of balance on this? Not Mm -hmm. to say that this is how, a balanced relationship is of like the woman cooking and cleaning and the man paying for everything because that's bullshit. But like, is there at least 
like the the illusion that there is mm-hmm. that that she's putting in the same amount of effort as you because if she isn't if there's if there's nothing on her end that seems to be like maybe not a monetary equivalency but like an effort equivalency mm-hmm. if there isn't that there then like i wouldn't i would be so far out of this yeah that's the thing it's like if that's not the case because again like for all we know and maybe she has an internship right now. So she's not getting a lot of money and he's a high paid lawyer, highly paid lawyer. And like every time she organizes a date, it's like, come over. Like she's an incredible chef. She cooks you some stuff. And then when you're like, no, I want to take you out. Like if that was the case, that would be better. So much better, infinitely better. In fact, because like, yeah, sure. Maybe your money to money amount isn't the same, but like, you know, you're making more money than her. She's making less. She's still putting in the effort. It's like in that situation, I imagine the conversation would have gone differently because she probably would have been like, yeah, we can just do more low key stuff. And that definitely was not the case here. But, you know, there are ways around this. It's not like everything you put in has to be matched the exact same way, but you do need a bit of fucking give and take. You can't just have a one sided relationship because that's not relationship. That's a parasite. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's being used. That's shitty. And it's like you're just a walking wallet to this person. And that's fucked. Yeah. And like what? What do you then get like, what are the the boundaries of of what you can now pull of being like, and again, I'm not suggesting this, but if this is her, if she wants to go to such strict sort of like gender roles and be like, well, as a man, you have to pay for everything. It's like if you guys do get into a, a, a serious relationship and move in together, do you then get to be like, well, I don't have to cook and clean because that's not. It's not romantic to ask me to cook and clean. Oh, yeah. That's not a man romantic chivalrous thing. Like, and and that's the thing. It's like you shouldn't want to reinforce this bullshit gender role because then you're opening the door for all this other bullshit. That's like, what's to stop them from turning around and saying that? It's like, it's fucked. Either way, don't do this, people. Be fair to your fucking partners. Like, have the respect. You know what I mean? And on top of that, it's like, if someone does this, just fucking dump them. It's like, cool. Other guys will pay for great. Let her go find those other guys. Let there be a monetary burden on them. I'm sure after a short while, they're going to be pretty upset about it too. So I can't you know. imagine. Like, does it say how long they've been dating? Uh, two months. Imagine, like, I can't imagine thinking anyone at the beginning of a relationship would be worth dropping five hundred dollars a month, like almost no. half my rent in a month just to date you know what i mean like just to just to hang out with the price of admission is i'm paying almost you know like a half my rent to hang out with you that fucking sucks that's just for the uh the you know the privilege of your company yeah fuck that that. and again like the comments are horrendous a lot of them are like no this is fine this should be it it's like she's it's not toxic that she says this this is fine that she says this like women pay for hair and nails so it it's the least he can do to to make up for that it's like what that's a crazy stance to take yeah and again we we mentioned it earlier where it's like you don't want to get into these equivalences of like well i did my hair and nails so therefore you have to pay for dinner because then you mm-hmm. could turn around and be like well i paid for dinner so now you have to give me a blow job yeah because it's... like if if we're if we're going to keep going like tit for tat equivalent to equivalent like Every time I do an act, I am going to expect something in return for that act. Yeah, it just opens up the shittiest of doors. It's like, and it should just never be a thing. So guys, just don't, no, no. And dump this person. Let them go make someone else miserable. Yeah. And roll around in a bathtub full of cash because you will be saving $500 a month. 
you are obviously upset. You don't need us to tell you. You know what I mean? Like, I get that it's one of those things that's so ingrained in us, like this whole like chivalrousness and like paying and a lot of gender roles are like kind of baked into our generation. We're trying to like extract them now painfully. I get why you might be like, Oh shit, am I wrong? But like, you're not one, but two, it's like, you know, you're unhappy. So it's like, you shouldn't be forced to put up with something if you're unhappy. Yeah. Instead of them being like, I'm going to go broke because you know what I mean? Like, I think society, this is how society is supposed to work is don't do it. Don't don't put yourself in financial straits, even if you're not putting your like, even if you have the money to spend, mm-hmm. you're still, frustrated and you're upset. Like, that's yeah. not a way to live. And you're being no. taken advantage of. So it's like, fuck this person. And by that, I mean, do not fuck this person. Yeet them to the wayside and get back on with your life. Mm-hmm. You'll find someone cool and you'll have more money for like PlayStation shit. Yeah. You could have bought two PS5s if you found them. Yeah, I tell you, it won't ask for anything in return. It'll love yeah. you equally. It will always be there for you. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Do you hear that, you hear that sound? Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Oh, my bow, God. Chicka, wow, wow. That's right. I went back into the reserves, the archives, and found some porn reviews. <sighs> I didn't know I missed it, but I did. It is, unfortunately, the site I was originally using uh, no longer exists. I guess porn reviews, not it's a, a big... It's a booming industry. Apparently, apparently not. It maybe is just got too big. Maybe they did. Maybe they got like a bigger domain. Maybe they changed their name, rebranded. I don't know. But the, the bookmarks that I had did not work. But thankfully, I did find another site that so gracefully... Uh, provided us with some porn reviews. So I've got a couple of them for you. I'm not going to read all of them because I, I will be selecting and picking and choosing sections because a lot of it is really just a very graphic play-by-play of a, a porn scene, which <laughs> unless there's some real great turns of phrases, I don't want a, a grown adult describing how people are fucking. That's fair. Even though I do it at the end of every episode, but... It's true. Um, so we're going to start with Jackie Daytona's uh, review of Roadside XXX8. Perfect. Now, okay, I assume he's going to bring us through a run-through of 1 to 7. Well, like, oh no. Nobody likes getting stuck on the side of the road, especially the dreaded call for roadside assistance help. I shudder every time I have to renew my AAA membership, imagining the next scenario when my battery di- my battery dies... Or the transmission goes. Well, Bang got a revolutionary business model. Roadside XXX8 follows in the steps of his predecessor and features gorgeous, full-assed, stranded woman generously riding dick full-assed. in exchange. Full-assed. Not, none of that not, half-assed women. Not, not quarter-assed. Not even two-thirds-assed. They yeah. do, in fact, have full buttocks. They have Thank an you. entire... An entire ass. Um, Generously riding dick in exchange for roadside assistance. This is my first roadside XXX film, but I have to say, well, well, the idea. He's not going to get the context if he's missed the first seven. So the nuance. Yeah, exactly. Right. The plot. We're going to be lost as people listening to his review. He he does give a a scene by scene breakdown. I want to read one. Uh, This is Lily Hall's roadside assistance. Emphasis on the ass. How I had not seen Lily Hall's beautiful caboose before. It's fat. It's juicy, just, and it's round. Can we just talk about caboose for a minute? It's the worst term. It's what you call like a child's butt. Right? I, like, I don't even know. It's like, I feel like you have to be old, and you have to be talking about someone young or something. It, you have to be too old for bad words, 
and then just I don't know. It's fucked. I don't like it. Yeah. No, when I hear the word caboose, I think of like a like Midwestern ant, like mm-hmm. old great ant, like, you know, buying their very young, you know, grandchild or whatever, a like a set of overalls with like a fun something on the butt. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, look at that caboose. There's a beaver on the caboose. Um, but let's let's return our, our focus to Lily Hall's our Lily Hall's uh, fat, juicy and round ass delightfully generous with it giving us a full shake and close up before sitting on that lucky mechanic's dick the ass is charming like a frosted popsicle on a hot day and after that performance you can bet he'll make sure her car is running great now do you ever have the opposite where you have a frosted popsicle on a hot day and you're like damn this is like a generous caboose Mm, this this frosted also frosted popsicle doesn't mean anything you don't frost popsicles how old is jackie daytona because he's saying caboose, know. he's talking about frosted popsicles like they're a thing that exists. Hey, you know what? The man's reviewing porn DVDs, so I would not be surprised <laughs> if he's an elderly gentleman. I also, Jackie Daytona could be a woman. Oh shit, it could be. Jackie Daytona su- could be this Midwestern great aunt that we're talking about. Damn. That's powerful. It's going to be my new Pathfinder character. Uh, Jackie Daytona, Midwestern aunt. <laughs> Midwestern pervert aunt. Roadside XX8 final thoughts. A lot of these reviews have final thoughts, kind of like Jerry Springer's final thoughts. Uh, Just like a summary of how they personally felt about it. Uh, Roadside XXX final or eight final thoughts. It's hard to find much to dislike about this movie. It's a relatively creative plot concept and scene settings seem to add to the kink. It'd be potentially gratifying to have some setup to the sex scenes, showing them stranded first, etc. But little in life is perfect. And ultimately, the movie fulfills its purpose and then some. These kind of innovative ideas are what our society truly needs now. How many more roadside assistance drivers and mechanics would get in, would we get in this world if this was real life? Apply this to any field. Many people much more likely to learn a profession if there were thick-bodied women waiting to fuck on the other end. I like I, you know the way we talk about not mistaking porn for real life. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jackie Daytona missed the memo quite a bit. It reminds me of the like 20 year olds who recap like wrestling events, like WWE events and treat Mm -hmm. it like it is real. Still, yeah, it like this is it's with the same sort of passion and fervor that wrestling fans talk about wrestling. Jackie Daytona brings to porn reviews. Yeah, but I do. I want to spotlight something because. 20 this review was done in 2021 in in the summer of 2021 (laughs) it doesn't sound like it was anyway recent and this upsets me further the phrase these kind of innovative ideas are what our society truly needs right now (laughs) so jackie daytona i don't know if you noticed what 2020 what what all happened there we had a global pandemic we had an economic crisis we had a social uprising because of the mistreatment of you know bipoc people it's there's a lot going on right now, Jackie. And I really don't think having women fucking our skilled laborers <laughs> is what society truly needs. Now I'm not an economist. I'm not some sort of social engineer. So I don't know, but you know what? Jackie Daytona probably is no, like, you know, by the way he, uh, enunciates his verbiage. I can, I can see it. Yeah. To be fair. And, and here's the other thing I think about, they keep talking about like creative, pl- but like the whole concept of a service worker getting fucked in terms of payment 
is not a new porn concept. In fact, it's, I would say it's it's probably one of the oldest. It's literally like the meme, like the pizza the guy trope. meme, the fucking pool boy. It's it's the plumber. Like, I I just don't understand where's he been for the last eighty years yeah. or a hundred years or like ever. I guess is this like not only did he skip one to seven, he's never seen porn before. It's it's upsetting because it really like you're a, a porn reviewer. Surely you must have seen another porn where the woman can't pay for her pizza or doesn't have the cash to to fix her plumbing. Like, surely. It's innovative ideas like this that could really revolutionize the pizza industry. Just think (laughs) of how many more pizza delivery boys we'd have if thick caboose to generous women were able to sit on their dicks on the regular. But now here's another thing. Imagine being a pizza guy and being like, Every time someone orders a pizza, you're like, God, God damn it. I have to fuck someone. And I just, just pay me, please. please. Just, just a few dollars even. Or like, you know, you look at your mechanic and you look at your list and you have seven appointments and you're like, none of these people are going to bring cash. <laughs> my, my poor dick. My dick is so sore. I'm so tired. It's red. I, it's quivering. And I'm dehydrated. sense is good. So please, please just, just pay. out dust now like a sick snake. Look, just tell me how much money you have. Do you have ten dollars? Okay, ten dollars. That's surely you have ten dollars. Please, stop sucking my dick. Please leave it alone. It would get exhausting. Because yeah. I used to think I'd be like, oh, that'd be like actually really fucking cool. Like, you know, once a year with a really hot person, I'd be like, okay, this is a neat, neat little surprise. But if it was every fucking time you had to do your job. Yeah, if they just revolutionized the industry, it's like every time you were done with a table or every time a customer at the bar was done, you're like, oh, no, no, please. Also, it would put you so much in the weeds. Can you imagine you're like, hey, can I got a cocktail. Hold on. I've got to finish fucking this person. God damn it. I'm so, I'm so busy. Just please let me finish. Please tell me it's one bill. Nah, separate bills, bud. No, please. No. Now, I have one more review, and this is by another reviewer just by the name of Chase. Kind of like Cher, just a, or Madonna, just a one now, word. Jackie Daytona and Chase, both porn names. They have to be, right? Yeah, I mean, it is specifically noted that these are in-house reviews. Mm-hmm. So it could be they're just kind of outsourcing to porn actors who are, you know, just taking it easy and be like, hey, Chase, you're not doing anything right now. Watch this. You, you know what? I would imagine that Jackie Daytona, were he in porn, would maybe have some inkling as to maybe he doesn't realize that this is also porn and thinks it's just actual footage of actual car mechanics. And like he's been in porn. He knows that's porn because he's in it. But he can't extrapolate and figure out that there are other things that are also porn. He's yeah. taking way too seriously. Or he's just in a house and has never been let outside. Well, let's, let's see if Chase does any better. All right. And what's this one called? Uh, it's Slipped In. Oh, charming. Uh, it's Slipped In. What a great title. The title alone makes me want to watch this film. I mean, this happens. Mistakes happen, and sometimes it slips in. This film is a new release from Pure Taboo, featuring some of my favorite stars, Whitney Wright, Carolina Sweets, Kiss of Sins, Gracie Mae Green. I'm compelled and excited to check out this exciting fantasy film directed by Brie Mills. Um, again, there's there's like scene-to-scene breakdowns, but I'm only going to read a, a bit of the, the first scene. Uh, cute girl needs a ride and gets more. The background music of this film makes it seem like someone's always about to die in the next minute. That's horrifying. It's no, like, ma- oops, it slipped in. Is like playful, and you know, then there's a murder Jaws soundtrack. No death though. Instead, it's happy <laughs> things. 
A sexy young girl, Andy, played by Gracie Mae Green, gets picked up by a husband and wife. Interesting. I'm assuming it's interestingly, the husband lets the wife take over the driving, and he sits next to Andy in the back seat. She admits that she's only 19, and they take her back to the house. I notice the license plate on the car is personalized tag that says, pure taboo. Very clever detail? I like it. Ooh, they've got the fucking Easter eggs and everything? Yeah. Damn. This is going to pay off in the fucking It Slipped In MCU. 100%. I just can't wait for the extended uh, scenes after the fucking credits. Yeah. They're just going like, to do a throwback to that at the shawarma place. Yeah, they, they definitely are going to tease the you know the the future villains of the series uh final thoughts watch it the only disappointment you will have is that there's only two scenes to fill this albeit they are nice long scenes i wanted more and would have taken more so let's have a sequel in the works see he already knows chase already knows that they're building this cinematic universe Mm -hmm. the only other slight miss i would say is with the title when i think it slipped in My expectations were totally different. I had in my head a remembrance of those teenage high school days when you were getting hot and heavy with your girlfriend and the plan was to not have sex. One thing leads to another and it slipped in. The good old days. All the sex in this film was pre-planned by most parties, but it's really just a minor detail. So that's that's Chase's. That's how Chase thought about it slipped in because it seems he just really wanted... I guess like banana peels lying on the fucking floor. <laughs> oh, oh no. Ah, oh, beans. It's inside you. Yeah. He wanted it a little bit more slapdash, you know, a little more like, uh, I want to say Hardy bros, but they're the detectives. That's the detectives. Yes. I don't know. The, the Marks. the funny ones that get stuck indoors. The Marx brothers? Is it? Aren't they the guys that flew the plane? Groucho Marx? No, Groucho Marx. Right? You know what I'm talking you're thinking, about. You're thinking of the Wright brothers who are the, man, you are... I'm on fire these days. I'm sleepy yeah. as hell. No, the Marx Brothers are the are the the old comedic like uh, slapstick duos. Mm-hmm. He wants yeah, it more like or, that, like whoopsies, do do do, and then like boing. Yeah, some uh, someone's got a ladder and they're like ducking underneath as they turn around to avoid mm-hmm. being hit, and then next thing you know, the ladder is inside someone. Yeah, and they're like, that's not a dick. But it feels like wood. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It didn't really meet up to your. It slipped in expectations, Chase. Also, let's have you ever has it ever just slipped in for you? Yeah, I don't know. If, oh, wait, are you talking about for me or are you like what? What are you talking to me or are you talking to Chase? No, I'm talking to you. OK, I was going to say like, yeah, I doubt that to Chase. But then I realized halfway through that you were talking to me. Um, Like, yeah, for sure. Like, like you were just making out and then all of a sudden, like, I don't mean that like, like, it just kind of oops like oh no how'd that happen with some like heavy grinding when people are like ultra wet there's definitely been some you know like ooh, you know popped in there like better put a condom on fair okay you know but like not quite in the way that he's you know maybe maybe that's what he means but it sounds a little more like he might have yeah i'm not really sure what he was looking for but it wasn't it wasn't this because it really to be fair the scene description does sound like it was just kind of you know it, it was just yeah, sex. Like couple meets girl and they're like, hey, let's go back to ours and fuck. And she's like, OK, yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't understand where the oops, it slipped in thing came from. But hey, you know, I what? hope I hope the first penetration of every scene, the guy just looks directly down the lens of the camera and says, oops, it slipped in. I hope and then so. it, it just but it, the sounds like it doesn't. That's probably why he was disappointed, because Chase had the same thought you had. and just wanted it to be more like that. And hey, yeah, I agree. 
porn execs because we know there's like eight that listen um one hit us up on that sugar daddy like uh fucking tier that we have because you're rich enough to get it going get the real like one chase calling for a sequel we want to know that it slipped in a verse like how it all works out and three it's like just just put that in i want to see that oops all right now we're running out of time here okay and so again we did have technical difficulties we played this game the first time and nile fuck me he won Somehow. Mm-hmm. So this is this is a chance for him to double whammy me. So the game is uh, I'm more or less stealing this entire concept from podcast royalty, the McElroys of my brother, my brother and me fame. Uh, they play a game called Minion Quotes in which uh, they uh, specifically Justin will pull a meme from a page called Minion Quotes, which is usually like a really cringy thing of being like, forget morning coffee. I need morning wine. And then there's a cartoon character for some reason arbitrarily attributed yeah, to this often so it's like, like completely inexplicably like tweety bird or you know like lilo from lilo and stitch is there who's a child um and 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 that sort of thing and the game is you have to guess who the character is that is currently saying this you guess the image based on the quote if i win Uh, Basically, Dane has to post it to his Facebook and Instagram with absolutely no context, which, as you'll hear, is a pretty bad thing, considering these quotes, which I believe we're calling man quotes, man quotes are just hot garbage, mostly. So I've ironically and now unironically fallen in love with these little boys, these little bad boys, these black and white, juicy nuggets of cringe. Uh, They are these like You'll see the quotes that I'm saying, but they're almost always paired with a very stern black and white photo of what is traditionally re- like regarded as a very manly man. Um, I'm not going to give any uh, any examples because I don't want to put any names in your head, but I'm going to start reading out some some quotes that exist, and you're going to try to guess which Hollywood hunk is is saying this to us. Never be a prisoner of your past. It was just a lesson. Not a life sentence. Mike Tyson. Hmm. I like where your head's at, but no, that, my friend, is Daniel Craig. Mr. James uh, Bond himself. Okay. okay. Typical known known jailbird. Yeah. Now I do I do want to stress to you and our audience that these rarely have any correlation between the picture and the quote very rarely i know this but i still can't stop trying to make some sense (laughs) of it you know like i don't know mike tyson just it it spoke to me yeah no that's great uh cutting people out of my life doesn't mean i hate them it means i respect myself okay edward scissorhands no um although i will go johnny depp yeah okay uh, another very good guess, but this one's Tom Hardy. Okay. All right. Again, don't see the correlation, but sure. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. And I, I've, I really do not think I'm going to, I'm going to go this far. If you get this one correct, I will post all of the ones that I've read today. Oh, damn. Okay. A person who trusts no one once trusted someone too much. Ooh. I want you to really think. I want you to go through your Rolodex of men, your Manodex. When I've been thinking of them, it's like not many come up, to be fair. I'm like, God, there's like got to be a few 
super manly man somewhere that like just a list. I, I got like five in me. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Classic yeah, now. Yeah, Always yeah. got five men inside of them. Um, read it again. I'm going to I'm going to hear the truth of it in your voice. Yeah. OK. A person who trusts no one once trusted someone too much. So it's very angsty. And I'm assuming the kind of person that likes this angstiness is going to get, mm, you know what, maybe I'm just going to go, I'm going to swing for the fences, Jason Momoa. No. <sighs> Real nervous when you started with a J. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. Uh, that's why I knew it was going to be a tough one. Because, like, I don't think a lot of people directly think, Jake. like, he's a he's a rugged looking dude, but. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not like an action hero superstar necessarily. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got one more. Okay. And this is this is your chance to... You clutched it on the last one. I know, and then you deleted the recording. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't delete it. I, don't I only deleted half of it. To be fair, that was my only saving grace. Now people think I posted that picture of The Rock on purpose. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Now, I'm worried I did this one last time, so if I did, you have to be honest and tell me. I will never be honest. Be careful what you tolerate. You're teaching people how to treat you. Yeah, you did that one last time. Yeah? Okay. Never ignore someone who cares for you, because someday you'll realize you've lost a diamond while you were busy collecting stones. <laughs> oh, I really want you to post this. <laughs> um, I was about to give you a hint, but I was like, absolutely. No, why would no, I do yeah, that? Yeah, no, give me a hint. No. Want me to read it again for you? Mm-hmm, I do. Never ignore someone who cares for you. Because someday, you'll realize you've lost a diamond while you were busy collecting stones. Jason Statham. No, it is Ryan Gosling. Damn it. Typically mistreated. I was going to say, this is the this is one that like you could actually maybe form a correlation because it is kind of romantic. It's got like that spurned mm. lover kind of thing of, or, you know, forlorn, forlorn lover. Well, I managed to escape that one unscathed. Currently, you are... One for one or one for two. You got a 50% success rating. Okay. But I, I'll i tell you, I'm glad. This is, a, <laughs> this is a win for me. I don't know if my my social cred could have withstood. Yeah, I think even like one so soon would have been back to back. weirder. Yeah. Back to back. People would be concerned, people especially be with concerned. that one. Yeah. I think that one was definitely it's it, they all sound like a cry for help. And also like maybe you've kind of been broken yes okay yeah, people sure. like, well, we've done it we've lost dane he's gone for good that's it yeah yep he's he's finally gone down the rabbit hole now the thing is what i so the last one we did which got deleted was it was a, a quote from the rock well it was a picture of the rock with a quote on top of it oh, yeah like importantly none of these are actual quotes <laughs> from any of these people i'm pretty yeah. sure now it's funny i was out with drink or out for drinks with a friend out and i gave drink. them I gave them the the same quote, and they also guessed the rock. Damn, they got it correct. So uh, maybe wild. that maybe that one is just too easy. Maybe that one just screams the rock. I, I really don't, don't think it even does though. But I was I lost my mind. I almost went home. <laughs> I hope you guys have enjoyed it. And more importantly, we hope you've enjoyed this episode because we are just about done for the day. Yeah. Again, you guys are part of this secret club the secret society and part of the people that support us the most and we fucking love that so thank you so much really cannot say it enough y'all are amazing 
Now, I don't think this will go up late, but if it did, for whatever reason, I apologize in advance. Uh, the technical difficulties really fucked us, um, but it's it's a one-time thing. Hopefully, this doesn't happen again. Uh, we still have no idea what happened, so it's a big mystery, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best to get this out on, on schedule and in your beautiful little hands. But if it, if it isn't, it's probably going to be a day late at most, uh, so I apologize I, I will live in shame forever. Importantly, it is not Dane's fault. It just was one of those things that happened. And again, even like the system is telling us they have it and then giving us something else. And we've been onto the provider and they don't know. So I don't know. So it's it's a, one of those blameless crimes. And hopefully we can have a victimless crime too. We'll do our best. Yeah. But we love uh, you guys. Thank you for your patience. If you have any suggestions or something you want to see or a question or something you want us to do on Pillow Talk, this is our free form kind of like get wild. We can do whatever we want. Uh, so if there is something that you kind of want to see us try or talk about or discuss, even if it isn't necessarily sex and dating related, if it's a more personal question or whatever, uh, we'll be happy to tackle it. This is this is something this is our direct communication with you. So please feel free to either uh, post on the Patreon or uh, send us an email by going to fbuddiespodcast.com and click the connect or the, the contact form or any of our social medias are always open uh, for you guys to to reach out to us. Yeah, 100%. Let us know um, anything because like this, we're going to get a little loosey-goosey with this. We want to have fun with you guys. So anything you want us to do, just fucking message us. We'll, we'll figure it out. Ready for a little bad sex writing? Yeah. Now, this is obviously very honest and you'll you'll see why. Uh, it's it's a, uh, a post on Reddit. I am Japanese woman and will tell you exactly why you're not happy. You Western white women have abandoned your role and place and allowed a toxic and dishonest movement to manipulate you and turn you into man-hating monsters that see yourself as a man's equivalent even though you can't function in society without a plethora of safety nets under you. You protest things like being told you're pretty by men. You lie and say male privilege when men have none and we have it all. You white women are the most coddled and privileged women of this earth. Shame on you for creating such a toxic Western environment for not honoring the sacrifices men make historically and currently. Sounds legit. Definitely, definitely a Japanese woman. Definitely not a unhappy white man posting as one. Um, I particularly love how they start off with this weirdly racist, like broken English and completely abandon it almost immediately. Yeah, as they get more fired up about the yeah. injustices that men have to uh, endure from the the ruling matriarchal class. Mm-hmm. You say male privilege when men have none, but women have it all. They have all the male privilege. They have every male privilege. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We're here to honor the sacrifices men make historically, but also currently. Yeah, I'm pouring one out for all of my sacrifices that I have mm-hmm. to make as a yeah. man. Uh, this is a bag of shit, and this is not a Japanese woman. I will bet you everything. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And let's hope this one recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Really?